got a question. It's okay. You can tell me. I'm not going to judge. Do you use your makeup wipes every night? Is that your primary way of cleaning your skin and getting your makeup off at night? I figure this is a good time for us to talk about that. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to, you know, get all pious and judge. But I think that it's important that we make intelligent decisions about our beauty products. Don't you? I know I do. So we're just going to go on over beauty wipes for a minute. We're going to talk about what they are, what they do. And we're going to talk about some good alternatives. The choice, as always, is up to you. So, you know, go on and sit back. Relax and enjoy this informative episode of Beauty Reform School. Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. So before we get started, I have a few brass tacks to, to cover. Um, first of all, if you hear some odd noises in the background, it is a rainy night here. And there's very little that I can do about that now. And full transparency, for those of you who've been listening from probably the beginning of my podcast, I have been struggling all week to find a time to be able to record because the noises in my neighborhood are very, very hard (laughs) to block out. My microphone's good, but it ain't that good, you know? (laughs) And, you know, it's funny because there's times that I think to myself, you know, boy, I can't wait till I can go record this podcast in a studio and all that kind of stuff. But there's something more organic about doing it here at home but it is definitely a struggle because living in an urban environment there's always going to be noise there's very little I can do about that and even though this the rain is very soothing I must admit it is going to probably the mic is definitely going to pick that up so I hope it doesn't bother you too much and you know we're not going to let something like that stop this show right absolutely not It would be very easy to just be like, I give up. But, you know, if y'all know me by now, you know that I still every week just keep on coming. (laughs) So rain, 
noise, all of that. I am I really, really wanted to throw in the towel this week, but I refuse because we have a really, really, really um helpful episode this week. Okay, that being said, there's another issue that is well, it's not an issue. It's just that Mother's Day just passed, right? And I've been being tortured for weeks with commercials of Mother's Day. And um, Mother's Day has always been a sensitive subject for me because I lost my mom years ago. Um, And it's just been anyone who's lost a parent can relate or even not even just a parent, but a loved one. They can relate like when certain holidays come around and certain things happen and they just remind you of that person even more than usual. And you feel a little bit more sensitive, a little bit more vulnerable. And some years are better than others. Some years you feel particularly delicate. Other years you feel, you know, Other years you can kind of get through it. Maybe you were working all day and you were busy and you didn't think about it to the end of the day and then you then you broke down, but it's all different. But this thing in particular that I wanted to bring up was holding space. So I'm going to say right now that everybody who celebrates Mother's Day in whatever form, I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you had a great time. But I'd also like to take a moment to hold space for those who don't have great Mother's Days. I want to hold space for those who have lost a child. I want to hold space for those of us who had toxic relationships with our mothers. I want to hold space for mothers who have toxic relationships with their children. And you know, don't get to enjoy Mother's Day. Um, Hold space for those who want to be mothers and are having trouble with that. Um, Holding space for those who've lost children. Holding space for anyone who feels like they are missing something when Mother's Day rolls around. Because it's really hard for those people You know, it's really hard for those people. And I want you to know that you're thought about, you're cared about, you're loved. And I honor your pain and I think about your pain, you know, Um, and it's okay to feel sad and hurt and you can feel sad and hurt with no shame. I think it's really, really important to talk about that. There's so many people out there who fit that category. So I just want you to know that I honor you and I hold space for you. So, and we love you, you know? Um, was there anything else that I wanted to mention before we jump into class? Let me see. Let me see. (laughs) Hmm. Well, I will say this, the thing that made me think about this episode in particular for this week was because I got the announcement, you know, that Philadelphia in particular are supposed to be opening up uh, the city at the end of this month. And that automatically struck a very, (laughs) a very strong um, nerve of anxiety in me because 
number one, I don't necessarily know that we as a city are ready. But also just the fact that, I don't know, I just, are we really going to go back into our old routines? Like, really? Like, is it going to be gentle? Are we going to just jump right in? Like, how's that going to work? I'm really not sure how that's going to work. That's a little disconcerting to me, for sure. I'm a little, hmm, I don't know. I got to meditate on that or something. I don't know. But it made me think of the fact that a lot of us, our routines have changed vastly in the last year. We've adjusted at breakneck speed to a whole new universe. Um, And now that we're going to be getting back into, I don't even want to say our old routine because I'm sure it's going to be different, even if we're working at the same place or even if something, you know, we're doing the same things, I'm sure it's going to feel entirely different just because of the way that our worlds are right now. Um, So it would be really easy to take the easy way out, the convenient way out. And, you know, once we're getting in there and we're like having to put on more makeup, do we have to put on more makeup? But that'll be a story for another episode. Um, But when you're taking off your makeup at the end of the night and maybe your joints hurt a little bit more than usual and your body, your muscles hurt from like doing things that that you're not used to doing anymore, put that makeup wipe down. Put that makeup wipe down. I don't think that... I don't think we should get into that. And I'm going to tell you why in just a minute. This week, we're going to read an article from shape.com. It had a really, really good article on makeup wipes. So I thought we would pick that apart and look through that. Um, So here we go. In an interview with Insider, Esha said that makeup remover wipes not only are environmentally damaging since most of them aren't biodegradable, meaning they end up contributing to more waste in landfills, but they can also be unnecessarily harsh on the skin thanks to chemical formulas that cause micro tears or they push makeup and debris deeper into your pores, leading to further problems. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. We all know, for especially just, we just finished talking about sustainability. So there is that. We know that makeup wipes lead to extra waste. It's just one more thing to throw in the pile, literally and figuratively. So there are biodegradable makeup wipes, but uh, not really. (laughs) Um... But let's talk about the other issue, micro tears. Now, if you don't know what those are already, there are they are tiny, tiny microscopic tears in the skin surface that you can't see with the naked eye. It's irritation and abrasions in your skin as you pick things and rub things and pull the skin. It creates little tears. They heal, of course, but while they're open, they, they invite bacteria inside which leads to breakouts and all kinds of terrible things for your skin. And that being said, that's a main reason why you should not 
really, that's why you should treat your skin very gently, your face, very gently. Some people love to scrub and do all kinds of things to their face because they feel like it's making the skin cleaner, but that is a myth. You, I treat my skin like a baby bird. I don't pull on it. I don't pick, you know, I, I try not to pick at it. I've been guilty sometimes, but you should treat it like a baby bird. You should let the, the products actually do the exfoliating for you. You don't need to put any, put no, put your back into it. You don't have to, you don't have to like, you know, get, put some elbow grease into it. Treat it like a baby bird. It'll, so it'll last longer. Remember, this is the only face that you have. Now I know I'm not even getting into the subject of plastic surgery because I know that people can go on ahead and go get whatever face they want nowadays. But if that's not your jam, then I, this is, I'm talking to you. Um, but you know, no, no shade, you know, if you want to, want to do the plastic surgery thing, like rock on, but, um, I'm not talking about that right now. Okay. The other issue, of course, we, they were talking about was pushing makeup and debris deeper into your pores, leading to further problems. Now, yeah, that's kind of self-explanatory. And if it's not, I'll just say this, when you're rubbing you are rubbing some of that makeup right into the pores. Some of it's coming off, of course, you see it on the makeup wipe, but some of it is not. And as we were talking in some other podcasts, when you are getting rid of makeup, a lot of times when you think that you got rid of everything, there are still binders left behind. The thing that makes the makeup actually stay on your skin. Sometimes you're just getting rid of the pigment. You're getting rid of the color itself. And you think, okay, good, I'm good. But there are binding agents left behind. There are all kinds of things that are left behind that you can't see. So those are the kind of things that get pushed into the pores and can clog the pores and cause extra problems in the long run, okay? All right, let's see. So makeup wipes often contain cleansing and lathering agents such as surfactants, which dissolve makeup, and emulsifiers, which help to dissolve and remove makeup. Both cleansing ingredients can irritate the skin and dry the skin out. Not to mention emulsifiers are pulling out oil from your skin as they are working. So they can be they can be a little stripping they can be quite drying for those of you with drier skin that's an issue if you have drier skin that is a concern so you want to make sure that well we'll get into that in a minute but i will say this like you know just keep that in mind just put a little pin in that and keep that in mind i do want to make a side note though and say that any kind of cleanser you have to you know we're all on a search to find the right cleanser for us but you want to make sure that once you cleanse your face I don't care what you've picked it's important to hydrate afterwards and moisturize afterwards it's that's just a that's just facts okay so just keep that in mind just plain old facts okay huh okay Aside from potentially stripping skin of its natural oils, makeup remover wipes can also sit on the skin's surface, which can cause further irritation if you're not washing off the residue chemicals of the wipe 
especially if you have sensitive skin. In addition, many makeup wipes have fragrance, which can both cause irritation as well as allergic dermatitis, i.e. an itchy red rash. Yeah, there is that. They do, you know, those makeup wipes are soaking in a formula in their little plastic bag for an extended period of time and they do leave a residue behind on the skin. So you definitely need to wash your face anyway. And if you need to wash your face anyway, then you could just skip the step and just go ahead and wash your face. You could use your face remover first and that you're making your face remover. <laughs> your makeup remover. Well, you know, some people do. I do say I put on putting on my face. So I guess it is a face remover as far as, you, you know, one way or the other. But your makeup remover. My word, PJ. Seriously. Okay. <laughs> All right. Dr. Gimrek may not exactly agree with Esho's comparison, but she does endorse the alternative approach that Esho suggested in his Instagram post. Double cleansing with a facial cleanser or a micellar water for 60 seconds. All right. Now we've come to the time that we talk about micellar water. Yes, I love micellar water. Micellar water, for those of you who do not know already, it traps the dirt, the oil, and the makeup into the micelles, which are tiny balls of oil that attract dirt and grime. It contains... Oh, it is gentle and it generally contains mild surfactants to clean in addition to hydrating ingredients. Hello, hydration. That is key. Yes, it is. It is fantastic for areas where people have hard water, high water with a high mineral content. Me, it me, which can be very drying to the skin. All right. However, if you already have a favorite go-to cleanser, you don't necessarily need to swap it out. Says I'm not against the use of foaming cleansers if you don't have hard water or super sensitive skin. Gentle cleansers also contain surfactants and emulsifiers, but they are rinsed off. They do their job of cleansing and they get on out. They hit it, they quit it, and they do not remain on the skin after rinsing. They are generally well tolerated and they do not cause problems. She also recommends using serums and moisturizers after thoroughly washing and drying to ensure that you're keeping your skin properly hydrated. And yes, even she co-signs that you must always remove your makeup before bed. Make no mistake about it, micellar water is not your standard H2O. Inside micellar water, the namesake micelles, which we said, tiny balls of oil that act like little magnets, they're suspended in water and they attract dirt, grime, and oil to cleanse your skin. Long popular in Europe, micellar water is finally making a big splash, pun intended, stateside. <laughs> Uh, 
Micellar water offers several benefits. The oil droplets in the water are actually quite hydrating and don't disrupt the natural pH of skin like classic foaming soap-based cleansers. This makes micellar water ideal for those with dry or sensitive skin. Micellar waters also don't contain drying and irritating alcohol, which is yet another reason why they're great for these skin types. Now, we are also going to have a little another aside and mention that when you hear oil, I don't want you to panic. Because here's the thing when it comes to oil, just like there are good fats and bad fats, there are good oils and bad oils. And I know, yes, I'm looking at you oily people. I know you panic when you hear the word oil in a product because you are scared that it's going to make you look too shiny and too greasy. And I'm here to tell you that this oil is not designed to do that at all. It is designed to just break down the makeup on your face and then gently rinse away. It is not gonna stick around and make you look super shiny. Okay, that's not what that the oils in my cellar water do not do that. I'm just telling you plain and simple. Do not do that. <laughs> All right. But if your skin is on the opposite side of the spectrum, i.e. oily and acne prone, they're a good option for you too. See, see, even those with acne or oily skin can use my cellar water to clean it thoroughly without further irritating inflamed pimples. Finally, there's the convenience factor. If you don't have access to a sink or water, you can still get a thorough clean with micellar water since it doesn't require rinsing. Hey, you simply saturate a cotton ball or an eco-friendly reusable cotton round. High sustainability, look at you. You do that with the micellar water and you swipe it gently over your skin. Then use another clean cotton pad to wipe the skin and remove the micelles along with the dirt, oil, and makeup they've picked up. It is as easy as that. And while we're at it, I think this is a good time to have some honorable mentions, okay? Honorable mentions regarding micellar water. You have that for removing makeup, but there is also cleansing oils, which are oils that you can rub into the skin and then wash wash off. You can towel them off and then wash your face. And again, cleansing oils are the good oils, not the bad oils. You also have cleansing balm, which is more of a solid. And it's more like a thick cream usually, like when you see it. It's a thick cream, pretty hard sometimes. But you know, when you're when you're the heat of your body gets with it, it gets soft. You rub that all over the face and then you rinse off. Sometimes those balms turn into cleansing milks. Cleansing milks are an oil that once activated with water, they become milky. And those tend to have a very hydrating and emulsifying property, which is going to give you a little bit more hydration. And so will the cleansing balm. So those of you who have drier skin might enjoy those cleansing balms or those cleansing milks they are going to be a little bit more hydrating for you. And I will say this, even though I say good oils, I don't know. I think it's it's a case-by-case case basis. 
I don't necessarily, if, if it were my client, I don't think I would necessarily recommend that cleansing balm to my oily client. I probably would stick with the micellar water for sure, or the cleansing oil, believe it or not. Yes, yes, I would. So I definitely think that that's an important thing that you would that keep in mind because micellar water is great. And another thing too, by the by, you know that they have recyclable makeup removers, which are um, actual, like they look like washcloths, which are designed to help take the makeup off. Like when you wet it, help take the makeup off. But I do like to rinse the face off afterwards anyway. My thing is makeup removal, facial cleanser. That is what we call the double cleanse. So it's important to do that. So my recommendation is makeup removal, facial cleanse. That is what's known as the double cleanse because what doesn't come off in the makeup removal process will come off in the facial cleansing process. So that is what why double cleansing is good. Double cleansing has been done a lot overseas. We're getting into double cleansing now over the last several years. We've been getting into double cleansing a lot more. I think it's a smart thing to do. And I know, I know a lot of you might be thinking, I do not have time for all of this. But I assure you that it does not take that long. And I think it's just the, the fact that we're coming home from work or we're doing what we're doing and we really need to get into the bed and we're thinking it's taking so long, but let's, let's be real. <laughs> let's be real. How much time do we sit scrolling through our phones? Hmm? How much time do we sit scrolling through our phones, playing, playing games on our phone, talking back and forth to people on social media? If you put a timer on that to see how long you did that, like, and I know a lot of phones even measure how much time you spend on social media. If you look through your phone and see the uh, measurements of how much time you spend, the data usage on your phone, you got time. You do. You got time. Because a, cause a double cleanse, a basic double cleanse, what is that? Five minutes? You have it. You got it. You can, you can get it from somewhere. You can get it from somewhere. I don't care what anybody says. You can definitely get it from somewhere. You know, I know you, some of you might have a busy household full of people. You don't have a lot of time to yourself. I get it. But, you know, you got to steal. We always say you got to steal those moments of time. You got to find a way. Steal those moments of time. Bargain with your partner. Be like, listen, I need 10 minutes in the bathroom for myself. And take it. Take it. Your face is important. It, it's going to be with you all your whole life. So take care of it. There. I'll get off my soapbox now. you enjoyed this episode I definitely enjoyed making it for you and it's just it's just weird you know it's really weird I just got so much on my mind and and nothing you know nothing too heavy but it's it's mostly just about what's on the horizon ahead I try not to throw too far ahead but you know I know that 
I know that my routine that I've built over this last year is about to dramatically change. And that's always scary for me because routine is what I hold dear, you know, and that's true for me. And that's true for us. That's true for all of us. Our routine is going to change dramatically in some shape or form because when those streets open back up and everyone comes back out, um, it's going to be, it's going to be odd. It's going to be odd, but you know what? It's going to be okay because we're going to handle it one baby step at a time. We're going to take it in bite-sized pieces like we always do because we're freaking rock stars. That's what we're going to do. That's right. We are reformers. We're going to get it done, son, every time. And I'd like to take a moment to just thank everybody who has come to share their talents and their stories and their products and their gifts with us here at Beauty Reform School. Thank you all so much. I really, really appreciate it. You guys are phenomenal. And I just said, guys, another quarter for the guy jar, but that's okay. Y'all are phenomenal. You're phenomenal. Fantastic is what you are. And if you listeners have anyone you'd like me to talk to, or if you think there's someone really interesting that I should reach out to, please message me or tag me on Instagram at beautyreformschool.com or message me on Facebook or not beautyreformschool.com, beautyreformschool or message me on Facebook, also at Beauty Reform School, or in the usual place at beautyreformschool.com. We're going to get through this. We are going to get through this. I don't know how, but we will. And we're going to do it with intelligence, and we're going to do it with patience, and we're going to do it with calm, And when we're feeling weak and when we're feeling broke down and when we're feeling lost, we're going to honor that feeling. We're going to deal with it. We're going to look it in its ugly eye. We're going to get rest when we need it. We're going to hydrate. And we're going to take care of ourselves. And we're going to love on each other. Thank you so much for your listenership. Really. And thank you in advance for your listenership in the future. And pencils down. Class is dismissed. And I'll see you next week.